0: Well, if you were wondering if Radio Entrepreneurs is streaming at this time of year stories, you know, entrepreneurship goes on 365 days a year, mm. 12 months a year, all the time. So we're always on the air, always refreshing with new stories of entrepreneurship. And we want to thank our friend Jim Farrell for introducing us to our next guest. That's Ron Gerassi, founder and CEO of Precision Design Engineering. Welcome, Ron.
1: Thank you, Jeffrey. Much appreciated.
0: Honor being part of this. Well, why don't you say that to the end? I always think compliments up front are uh, not what I want. I want them at the end. But uh, Ron, I hear you're doing some real, really interesting things at PDE. Uh, I'm a big fan of robotics, been around that area a little bit in my past. So let's why don't you tell us about the firm? Sure,
1: happy to, happy to. Um, it's uh, basically a manu- contract
0: manufacturing
1: facility, and what we uh, what our kind of keys to exist are our technology enablement. We embrace technology, and and in the space of small manufacturing, sometimes that's uh, that's more on the cutting edge than it is on the standard uh, on, on, as standard operating. The uh, second thing is through that through that technology enabled right, we have robotics and automated machines here, uh, and that allows us to be very competitive. PDE was uh, was born back in uh, December 2019. We I had purchased two companies, one uh, company on this uh, location here, and we're in Massachusetts, and another company in Situate, Rhode Island, merged the two companies together, had this location as the central location, was able to bring the book of business from uh, from Situate, Rhode Island, from Fitzwater Engineering into this business here. And, uh, you know, that first year, you know, we basically hit the COVID year. So, um, you know, we did better than the two businesses combined, but not much. And then we grew and then we grew and then we grew. Uh, And I believe a lot of it is due to, you know, just us embracing technology. Our ERP system is cloud-based. Our CAD system is cloud-based. And we use robotics. We use universal robots, UR10E. We have those robots here that help feed the machines. The machines are automated. And so the doors open and close, the vices open and close, and, the machine makes the parts and it inspects the parts. So uh, 45 second elevator pitch, but basically that's what we've done. And we've made those discrete investments to kind of enable a, a manufacturing organization that will survive deep into the future, I hope.
0: Well, I mean, it you can't just get into robotics like that. And uh, you know that it's a unique business. You have to have a unique training So why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and your voyage towards being an entrepreneur?
1: Sure. Thank you. Right. So um, so undergraduate chemical engineer, MBA, Bentley College, um, worked in many different companies. Right. Uh, W.R. Grace was a company that I started with, which got me a, a taste of manufacturing. Then um, the entrepreneurial spirit was born when I went over to uh, Staples and I was working for the the founder of Staples, Tom Stenberg. And, um, you know, I just got chance to get to know this guy and, and kind of why he did what he did. He founded Staples and the passions he brought to it and and the hands-on approach to the business. And of course, that was dramatically successful in those early years from, you know, 86 to you know, you know, into the mid two thousands. Um, and then, you know, I moved over to another kind of, it was a post-startup Wayfair. So before Wayfair, it was CSN stores. And uh, so I worked closely with the two founders there near Shah and Steve Conine. And, uh, and of course those guys were, you know, absolutely, you know, brilliant at what they did. And they really had a vision to do something that, um, you know, doing furniture online, right, is is not the easiest thing. And so part of their belief was, you know, since nobody else is really focused on it, let us focus on it and we'll make the hard easy or, you know, we'll work it. And, of course, very successful business there. And so for me, as, as I thought about uh, working for all these really smart people, um, you know, like it's probably my turn to go and figure out what I want to do and and as a result right you know my my uh you know my, my core competency does reside in engineering i've always embraced that even though i deviated from it in, in the retail world but nevertheless i found myself um you know uh, leveraging two facets of engineering one just logical approach to dealing with problems and two just looking for innovation uh i think as an engineer you want to know uh you, you there's multiple ways to solve a problem and you know your quest is to try to find the most efficient way. So, an area that I was a little disappointed in, you know, like we we kept talking about um, manufacturing in America kind of going the way of the dodo, and of course it has declined dramatically over the many decades. Um, and for me, it just felt in in 2019 that that was something. Since I'm an engineer, I, I wanted to I wanted to bring some of my expertise and see what I could do in that field. And as a result, bought those two businesses. As I said, and and basically, we haven't we haven't stood still since. You know, we we first reengineered kind of the infrastructure here regarding the technology, the uh, computer systems, and and right now we're we're um, we're 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 uh, we're, ex- we're certified to accept military critical documents because of our cybersecurity here. And, uh, you know, I have a great staff of people here that help enable it. It isn't just me, but we all share a common vision that that's something cool. So we did a lot of that. And then we made the investments into automation and robotics. And you're 100%. The robotics, it probably took me about uh, about six months. It's something I knew I wanted to do. But to your point, you have to know what you're doing with it. It's, it's one thing to have it. It's another thing to take advantage of it, right? And so... That's what we did. And, and I spent six months kind of incubating with a couple uh, of, uh, of potential suppliers. And then we eventually picked Universal.
0: Well, you know, uh, I'll go out on a limb. I don't like to do that too often on the radio show. I do that more in my consulting career. Mm. What I have found with a lot of engineering firms is that there is uh, a lot of opportunity out there for entrepreneurial thinkers like yourself. But they really have to get on a sharp learning curve when it comes to sales and marketing have you found that Paul? yeah well you
1: know um that's a a great question all right and that's where kind of my prior experience comes into play um you know um you know my my, the last company i was at it was at three right The, the last company that i was at was at a company called exchange solutions and we were trying to um bring uh artificial intelligence predictive modeling to uh retail and um I was head of marketing, sales, and product. And uh, so, yeah, every day I had to live marketing. I totally understand it. We had a lot of existing clients. We wanted new clients. We had to work with sales organizations and everything like that. And so part of part of my learning curve includes that. Um, and in the space, I think you're 100% right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, uh, that having... A, a minimal or even a good skill in marketing and sales is actually a really nice enhancement because when you're working with potential buyers and new companies, just you know, kind of kind of having a feel for where they kind of come from, what are the hot buttons for them, how are you going to address those, being prepared for the questions and things like that is very helpful. Um, and uh, so I find that, yeah. But uh, my my biggest challenge is is uh, navigating
0: sales and marketing through the military. That's hard. <laughs> I well, haven't cracked you know, that code yet. Again, I'll continue to put my foot in my mouth that, you know, some businesses you build them from the outside in. That's a typical marketing way of looking things. Engineers tend to think that they build from the inside out. And sort of if you build it, they will come. You have a yeah. marketing background to go with the engineering background. Probably a real competitive advantage for you. Uh, do you have business partners as well? I do. You mean within the company or outside yes, of the company? Inside yeah. Within
1: the company, the company, I have um two two key partners here. One of them is is a woman that I got to work with many years at Staples and, and she's amazing. And uh and she's she's a really, really good compliment to me where, where I can be, you know, very outside in and, and just kind of kinda kind of you know, just dreaming the dream. You know, she's the one who will kind of hold that dream, kind of, kind of parse it a little bit and turn it into something that people can actually act on. So that's always an advantage. The other person I have is a key person, our manufacturing engineer here. He's the one who makes sure that the floor is doing, you know, working efficiently and properly and everybody, you know, continuous improvement and making sure that uh, that things are, um, uh, you know, going as fast as we can, efficiently making great products, things like that, right? So I have two people. And, and you know, I think probably one of the things that, that I think good entrepreneurs know is, they know what they don't know, and they have an understanding of kind of their, the the skills maybe they lack, but that are necessary to be successful. And that's why you know, for example, with with these two folk, right? They're just very complimentary to me. And uh, and there are times when we we kind of we kind of go at it a bit, but I think that's natural for uh, for three people who approach things very differently. But the but the collective, the sum of the parts, uh, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts with us three.
0: Uh, my last question also is uh you mentioned defense or government contracts who are your primary targets
1: Yeah so we have um you know our our longest military customers Tinker Air Force base and so that's the one in which uh which uh, we, our initial work was to again nothing top secret but we were able to make the computer housings for the B2 bombers and so, uh, and we had to make uh, 21 of them uh, for that. For and then three, you know, that, that was so we kind of did a really good job with that. And so Tinker has come back to us for a number of other projects. Matter of fact, we got another order from them two days ago. So, uh, so the Tinker, and then right now we're working with the Defense Logistics Agency, um, and and that's a, that's a big one, right? I mean, you know, if you're if you're doing work like us, like what uh, Precision Design Engineering does, and you look in there, it's infinite. Um, uh, there's so much stuff to bid on quote on that could be within your wheelhouse and your capability. So a lot of our growth has been that through the military work, uh, we're going to grow. We're probably already at 40% over a prior year right now, but the year isn't done yet. Last year we were in the mid thirties. Um, uh, but, uh, but we, we've grown because of opening that work up. And again, that, the, the, the person, uh, who works on my team, Jackie Cunningham. She's the one who did that work. I shouldn't drop her name because somebody's going to poach her. But, uh, <laughs> but um, she's the one who opened up the military work through the due diligence of getting, you know, our cybersecurity um, uh, certification and everything like that. But that's really enabled our growth.
0: Well, we've been speaking with Ron Gerassi, founder and CEO of Precision Design Engineering. This is the first interview of, we hope, a few interviews with you over the next uh, period of time. I want to thank Jim Farrell again for introducing us to you. Uh, if someone's looking for you or the company, Ron, how would they do that?
1: So a couple of places. Our website is www.precisiondesignengineering.com. And, uh, and we're in Wareham, Massachusetts. So
0: 508-273-9911. Oh, great. I want to remind everybody that this is Radio Entrepreneurs.